Welcome to a Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. In this podcast, I talk through some of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings I've had as a college student in hopes of reminding you that you aren't alone, while providing insight to make your challenges easier to manage. I can't promise that I know everything, but I think that the beauty of this podcast comes from being genuine rather than being perfect. So sit back, relax, and get ready because things are about to get real. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for a few reasons today. The first being that you just heard my brand new intro and... So if you've been with me a while, you probably know I've gone through a couple of intros. I've been very on the fence about each of them, but this one I kind of like. I'm trying something new, you know, as the new year is coming, I figured might as well try and spice up the podcast a little bit as well. So let me know what you guys think. I'm always open to feedback, and I just wanted to let you guys know that is new in case you were wondering. The other reason I'm so excited today is simply because today's topic is one that I am very passionate about. With the new year coming up, I figured it would only make sense to talk about my 2020 goals slash resolutions, whatever you want to call them. I've always been really into goal setting, and specifically around the new year, I love setting resolutions for myself. I know, the new year is technically just another day. This idea of having a fresh start and new beginnings is technically just an idea in our imaginations, but still... I love it because it gives me a chance to really recenter and refocus on the things that I really want to accomplish in the upcoming year. And so I've created a few goals that I'm going to share with you today, but before I can do that, I want to make sure that I go back and kind of reflect on what 2019 was like for me, because I feel like you can't set effective goals for the future if you don't look back at where you came from and how that has gotten you to where you are today. If I could use one word to describe how 2019 went for me, I would say that it was simply a year of change. There were so many areas in my life that I came into 2019 honestly not feeling the best about. There were a lot of areas that I felt like I really needed to not just grow in, but really just change in to become the best version of myself. And I'm very happy to say that sitting here now, going into 2020, I feel like a lot of those areas that I wanted to change in this time last year, I have changed in. And I have gotten to the place where I feel comfortable in these areas. Of course, there's still growth to be done. And that's what I'm committed to doing in 2020. But I feel like I've made a lot of progress and really changed my life in a lot of ways this year. I guess to start, I started this podcast this year. It's crazy to me to think that when I came home for winter break this time last year, I had not even thought about the idea of having a podcast. And now, look at me, it feels like I've been doing this forever. And I have an audience, people listen. I think that's so cool, and I just want to thank you guys, and I'm going to do this again later, but I really want to thank you guys for listening to this and making this dream actually happen, and a dream that actually just 
came to be less than a year ago. (laughs) So that was a big change in my life, starting a podcast. But also, I changed a lot in terms of health and fitness and nutrition. I've had a few episodes about my health and weight journey specifically, because this time last year, I was not feeling good at all in that area of my life. I had gained a lot of weight freshman year, first semester. I really wanted to lose that. I really just wanted to create healthy habits and live a healthier lifestyle because I just felt gross. It wasn't even just the weight. It was just me not feeling like my best self physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the things. I just didn't feel my best. And in addition to that, I really wanted to do better academically. Not that I was doing bad, but I am a perfectionist and I wanted to get that 4.0. I wanted to do very well in all of my classes while still having a life and being able to balance that with other things. And this podcast, I think, really helped me balance that and find a good break when I needed a break from studying and working so hard in school, I knew I could come to this podcast and just record an episode and get my mind totally off of that while still having fun and connecting with you guys. So I think that really helped my academic performance and there were just a lot of really cool opportunities I was able to have in 2019. I just am very grateful for it looking back. Actually, when I was first thinking about how 2019 went, I actually thought of it in almost a negative way at first, but then I was reminded of how much I actually accomplished this year, and it made me realize that, wow, this year was such a year of change for me in a good way. It it all resulted in good things, but I think the reason I thought of it so negatively at first was just because... This year was also a lot of hard work for me in many areas of my life. All of these changes I just described to you did not come easily. They all required a lot of work, a lot of time and effort, and sometimes it wasn't fun. Sometimes it was very hard. And there were many moments where I doubted myself, where my confidence was really lacking, and it made it hard to continue putting in the hard work that... I needed to, to get where I really wanted to be. But regardless, I forced myself to keep going. Maybe sometimes a little too far, I will admit, but overall, all of that work got me to where I am right now, and I can say that even though it was a challenge and it created some stress and roadblocks in the year, it ultimately led to a very successful year, and I'm very thankful for that. So that's just kind of a recap of the biggest things I would say happened to me in 2019, but with that, I kind of set some goals for 2020 with the idea in mind that I don't necessarily need to change a lot of parts of my life anymore. I did that this year. I came into the year, like I said, feeling like I needed a lot of change, and I did that. But now that I have that change, and I feel good about many of those areas I was lacking in, I feel like I need to simply grow in those areas now. Less about change, more about growth. That's kind of my mindset 
towards 2020. And so I've split up some of my goals into a personal side and more of a brand side in terms of Genuine Girl because I know some people are just curious about me personally, what I hope to accomplish, while others might be more curious about the business side and the brand side of Genuine Girl and how I hope to grow that in 2020. I'm going to start with my personal resolutions. These are just related to how I really want to grow in my attitude and mindset toward life and different actions that I want to take this year to take me further in several aspects of my life. These are going to sound quite general, but I really think they can apply to many areas of my life and I feel like they may be relatable to what some of you might be wanting to do in 2020. I feel like, especially as a college-aged girl, many of these areas I wish to grow in are common areas of growth that many people feel like they want to experience. So hopefully this will be kind of relatable to you, or if you don't have any ideas for New Year's resolutions yet, maybe this will give you a good head start. So... First, I think I want to talk about my overall goal in terms of my personal life, and that is that I want to grow in my confidence. Confidence in myself is something that I've struggled with, I would say, pretty much my whole life, and I'm not proud to say it, but this podcast is all about being real, and so I'm just being honest. I've never been the most self-confident person. There are certainly areas of my life in which I do feel confident, but at the same time, there are several areas that I'm not feeling the most self-confident in, and those sometimes seem to overtake the other areas and just become consuming, and I don't want that anymore. I really want to focus on becoming more confident in myself overall as a person, not just in specific areas of my life, but in every area of my life, because I truly think it will change how I view the world, how I interact with others, the opportunities I create for myself, I think it will give me a lot of growth in every area of my life if I can just be more confident in myself. So I've specifically outlined three ways that I hope to grow in my confidence. I think each of these ways will build up my confidence level to the level I really want to be at. Now, I don't want to be overly confident where it just comes off as being cocky and arrogant. I don't want that. I just want that level of self-confidence where I feel self-assured, I feel good about myself, and I don't have to doubt myself all the time, question myself all the time, and I can still be a nice person and not you know, make other people feel bad about themselves. I just want to feel better about myself. So to do that, I first want to (laughs) care less of what others think of me. Wow, this is something that I've talked about on the podcast a lot before, but it's something I struggle with. I think a lot of us college girls struggle with this when we're making decisions about our lives, what career path we want to go down, what classes we want to take, who we want to live with, who we hang out with at school. I mean, there are so many decisions related to college alone where it's so easy to care about what other people think of you when you're making those decisions. 
yes, I have this podcast and it causes me to be vulnerable a lot. I really put myself out there. I have to be very genuine and keep it real. And I definitely have to have this sense of not caring what people think about me just to even put out an episode. So I think I'm proud of myself that I'm able to at least get to that level where I can not care enough to make these episodes every week. But I'll be honest, the caring what people think, I mean, it's still a problem I deal with every week. I I think about it a lot. I think about how people will view the episode, what they'll think of it. I think of people I know in real life somehow stumbling upon my podcast. I mean, I definitely tell people, don't get me wrong, it's not like no one in my life knows, but I think of people finding me who maybe I don't know even listen, and I wonder what they think of it, and it gets into my head and makes me nervous sometimes to release content that I'm really passionate about or talk about topics that really mean something to me and that I feel like other people would get something out of. Sometimes I feel like I've held myself back because of caring so much about what other people think. So the podcast is just one example, but again, it happens in everyday decisions related to college as well, and it might just be my age, being a college student, I don't know, but I have a feeling that I'm not the only one who's going through this, and so I really want to work on caring less about what people think of me, unless it really is coming from someone who I care about and trust and value the opinion of. In that case, I will definitely care, but in most cases, I guess I just care about the wrong people's thoughts. I don't know if that makes sense, but we're going to go with it and move on. So the second way that I want to grow in my confidence is by overthinking less and just doing more. So what does this mean? Well, this year I feel like I've missed out on some opportunities or at least learning experiences in my life that I could have had just because I've really had this tendency to overthink a lot of the situations I get myself in. Some of these situations are seriously the smallest interactions, like it's talking to someone and I overthink what I'm saying, I overthink how I'm saying it, I overthink what they say and how they think of me and what they thought of what I just said and how I look today and if I'm being awkward or if it's socially acceptable for me to be doing what I'm doing. Oh my gosh, guys, the list goes on. I know that was probably annoying, but seriously, that's how my brain works every day. So if you thought that was annoying, just get inside my head and listen to the dialogue I have with myself because it's really annoying, but it's really the mind of an overthinker. It's not fun, (laughs) but it's just what happens to me. And So I feel like that kind of is the reason that I didn't exactly go for opportunities and they could be as small as going up to someone and starting a conversation and they could be as big as maybe not trying something new at school, a new organization or not going to an event or, you know, not taking a certain class or I I don't know. I think in general, it just has kind of held me back from pursuing a lot of opportunities that I should be pursuing, and they might be out of my comfort zone, but I think they would ultimately help me grow 
in many areas of my life. So I really want to overthink less and just do more. I think I want to be more spontaneous, that comes with it, and I think because I am such a planner and a structured person at times, it can be hard to get out of my comfort zone and just go do something and be spontaneous, and I think if I can do that, that kind of helps with the lack of overthinking because I wouldn't have time to be overthinking everything. I would just kind of go with the flow and do things. And who knows what could come from it. I mean, I know the times that I have been a little spontaneous, they've been very uncomfortable in the moment, let me tell you, but they've resulted in some of the biggest rewards, some of the best friendships, some of the best learning experiences, and... I think that's really cool, and that just proves that sometimes it's better to just do things rather than really think through all of the possible consequences, all of the possible implications and actions and thoughts that people may be having. Of course, there's a time and a place for that, but it's just all about balancing that with a little bit of spontaneity sometimes. The last goal for myself personally that I feel will really help me grow my confidence is to stop saying sorry for no reason. (laughs) I apologize for everything way too often. It's pretty bad. I will be sitting at my desk and accidentally move the piece of paper I have like a centimeter on to the desk of the person next to me and apologize for it. I will be walking somewhere and someone will be holding open the door and I'll be so far away that I don't think I can make it in time and I apologize when I get there because I think it took me so long to get there. I'll say sorry. Like, I have no reason. I uh, And sometimes I just say sorry when someone thinks of an idea that I didn't think of or says something that I didn't realize and changes my opinion. I mean, I don't even know. Guys, sorry is probably one of the biggest words in my vocabulary, and it does not have to be. I honestly do not really think about how much I say it, and I need to start because I've heard so many things. I've read so many articles, watched so many videos about how it's such a common thing for people, but especially women, to apologize way too often for no reason. And it really makes you seem inferior. It makes you seem like you're not confident in yourself and people can see you as less intelligent, less attractive, less, less, less than other people because you say sorry so much and they can take advantage of you because of that. And I do not want that to happen because I realize like I don't have reasons to say sorry all the time. Of course, there are situations where you should apologize, but those are often in the minority. (laughs) When I say sorry, I usually say it for random reasons that don't really matter. And so I really want to say sorry less and just be better at replacing it with a different word or a different phrase. For example, instead of saying, sorry I'm late, I could say, thank you for waiting on me. And so I've heard having little phrases like that to go to instead of I'm sorry really helps retrain your brain so that when you do get the urge to say you're sorry, it will instead go to something like thank you. 
I think that's really important and that's something I want to work on. It would be great by the end of the year to no longer resort to I'm sorry before anything else. Maybe I could have a different phrase and just say that as a habit instead of I'm sorry. So I think that's definitely a big one a lot of people can relate to, but hopefully maybe you could relate to any of those personal goals I have for myself. I know, again, they're very general and there are specific goals within each area of my life that I definitely have as well, but I wanted to just kind of go general because I feel like all three of those goals can really relate to every area of my life and maybe they can relate to your life as well. So that's me personally. Now I want to get into a little more of what I want to accomplish in terms of my brand, Genuine Girl, in 2020. Going along with the personal growth theme, I really want to, more than anything this year, grow my brand. And there are so many different ways that I can think of doing that, but the first way that I really want to focus on is growing my brand by being even more genuine and being even more vulnerable and not necessarily changing the content I have or changing what my brand stands for, but going to a deeper level and really becoming even more authentic within my content. I feel like with these fears that I've already discussed of what other people think of me and this sense of overthinking everything, I have kind of held myself back a little bit this past year. Of course, this first year of the podcast has really just been getting my feet wet, learning the basics, figuring out how podcasts work and how to really make a brand for myself. But With that, especially as the year has gone on and I've become more comfortable with this podcast, I've felt myself sinking back into my comfort zone a little bit. I am very proud of myself with some of my episodes because I do feel like I got into some deep topics that are hard to talk about, but topics that a lot of girls face. However, I also feel like there were a few episodes in there where I could have maybe taken them to another level and I was kind of playing it safe with what I was talking about. So in 2020, I really want to grow my podcast by simply being more willing to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. And so I've already started kind of planning out a 2020 calendar of different topics I want to discuss because there has been a lot on my mind that I've been a little scared to talk about, but I am kind of making this pact with myself now that I just am going to go for it and talk about these things because that's what the podcast is all about. And I think it could really help me, but it could also really help other people. And so that's the first way I really want to grow Genuine Girl is by just being more vulnerable and talking about more things that people don't really talk about. In addition, though, I want to expand not only this podcast, but also explore other platforms and other directions to take my brand. I don't really want to feel constrained or held back by one thing. And so don't worry, this isn't me saying that the podcast is ending or anything is happening to the podcast because it's something, of course, I want to keep going. I was just talking about all of the ideas I have for it. It's not going anywhere anytime soon, but I also don't want to feel like this is the only thing I can do. 
I really want to grow Genuine Girl and I definitely want to create deeper connections with my current audience, but I also want to find more girls who can come into this audience. And I know that just having this podcast might not be enough to get the entire audience that I want for my brand. I feel like this year I have built a solid foundation and a solid audience on my podcast. Again, thank you guys for listening because without you, I really don't know if I would still be doing this. Some days it is hard for me to record because it's hard to remember that there are people out there who are listening and who care about what I'm doing, but when I'm reminded of that, it really motivates me to keep going. So again, Thank you so much for sticking around and being here, going on this journey with me. But with that, I think there are so many opportunities for growth, not only in the podcast, but in other platforms and other areas. And I'm not going to get too specific yet because I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like. But just know that I have a lot of ideas in my mind right now, a lot of ways I want to grow my brand. And so pretty soon, I'm hoping you guys will be seeing some more content from me on different platforms with different people in different areas. I mean, I really just want to grow as much as I can get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So I encourage you to keep an eye out New content is coming, new opportunities are arising, and I'm very excited to share all of it with you. All right, that's pretty much all I have for my brand, and again, it kind of goes back to my personal goals and just this overall theme of growth this year. So I want to just conclude by saying, again, I'm very, very thankful for all of you who have made this year so great. This podcast has been a huge part of 2019 for me as it took off in January and has been with me this whole year and has really changed my life in so many ways. And you guys are a huge part of that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited for 2020 and all of the possibilities that it holds for me and for Genuine Girl. And I really hope you guys will continue to follow me through this journey as the brand grows and evolves and as I do too, as a person. (laughs) So thank you again for everything this year. You guys are the best and I guess next time I talk to you it'll be 2020, a new decade craziness. Okay, have a great New Year's everyone, stay safe, have fun, and I'll see you next week. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Genuine Girl. If you liked it, I'd really appreciate a rating or a review on whichever platform you're listening. They make such a big difference by helping A Genuine Girl reach even more people. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. You'll stay up to date with everything going on with the brand. Have a great week and until next time, stay genuine girl.